Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast with co-hosts Jacob and Terry. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm Jacob here with Terry, and today we are going to be talking about an accountability system we just set up with each other. Um, We kind of started to realize that at Teen Financial Freedom, we were setting a lot of, well, we weren't necessarily setting goals, but we had a lot of ideas uh, that we wanted to implement, and we kind of wanted to do just so many things, um, both with the blog, but also with our personal lives and with our businesses. And I think I kind of had this idea that, you know, we aren't really making as much progress as I think we all want to. So I had this idea to kind of try to set up an accountability system. I brought it to the team and we together were able to create um, a system that I think has worked really well for both Terry and I. Uh, We are coming up on finishing our third week uh, and I don't think we really have any plans on stopping this anytime soon. So uh, Terry, do you just want to kick us off by kind of sharing a little bit about what this system is and how it works? Sure. So the idea we came up with for like the whole just system is that uh, Jacob and I will have a like a short call. Uh, we just picked a random day like Tuesday. Um, so Tuesday's our day. Um, but every Tuesday around noon for him or 2 p.m. for me, um, we'll hop on a call and we basically just share three goals uh, in three different areas. I think it's like blogging, business, and then is it personal? Are those the three areas? Yeah, personal. Uh, those are the three areas, so blogging, business, and personal. And we set one goal in each of those areas. Um, and then we give ourselves the, the, you know, the next week to get those things done. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, on each goal, we assign a monetary uh, bet to it, or like a, a value. Um, and so, for example, say like the blogging goal might be the, my most important goal for the week. So I'll put a $10 bet that I'll get that done uh, this week. Um, and then say my business goals, my next one. So I'll put like a $5 bet on that one. And then on my last one, I'll put like a $3 bet. And that's usually how we have it set up. That way we don't bet too much, but it's also enough that it kind of hurts when you uh, mess up. Um, so in total, you know, our bets are usually averaging around $18, $20 for a week. And um, anyways, then we just give ourselves uh, a week to get those things done. And uh, from there, we can text each other updates whenever we want or Usually what we'll do is around like Monday night or Monday, you know, the day before our accountability call, we'll shoot like a kind of an update. And then uh, Tuesday, we'll get anything else wrapped up that we want to and hop on a hop on a call, share some updates um, and check off our check of our goals and set new ones. So that's basically how the system works. It's real simple. Um, that was something I had to keep in mind for myself when we were, start, when we were creating the system is it had to be simple. Uh, and really simple because if, if I made it too complicated, even though it'd be cool, um, it would be hard to keep consistent with it and eventually, you know, fall off. Yeah. Terry explained it well, you know, and I think the obvious benefit that has kind of occurred for both of us has been a boost in motivation, um, which is obviously what you would expect with this. The, the reason we picked Tuesday, uh, was because it kind of corresponds with our, um, team meeting. We have our team meetings on Friday. And so we wanted to pick a day of the week, uh, like opposite to that. So we picked Tuesday right. uh, so that yeah. we could kind of, 
you know, we could get our motivation before our Friday meeting. And then yeah. right after our meeting, we have our, our motivation. Genius. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and then on Tuesday it comes back around and we get our little surge of motivation again, right before our accountability meeting. And then right after, uh, for a little bit as well. So yeah, we kind of tried to engineer that in a way where we're maximizing motivation, uh, on, yeah. you know, most days. So I think that's worked pretty well, but I mean, for me, I just think that, you know, having that little monetary bet has really kind of put some, some motivation in me. Like I'm, I'm a pretty motivated person anyways. Uh, but when it comes to trying to be frugal, I'm like, no, I don't want to lose money. And so, you know, we're trying to, each of us are trying to complete as many of our goals as possible. So we don't have to give that money to the other person. Um, so Terry, I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about, um, you know, setting realistic goals, because I remember that first week you set some pretty ambitious goals, uh, and I, I think you actually managed goals. you managed to accomplish two of them. I, I, I think, think I did, yeah. That, that very first week. So, yeah, just kind of share with us a little bit about kind of what happened and what well, you learned from that as far as setting realistic goals. I quote unquote learned lesson, but then kind of made the same mistake the next week. <laughs> so I, I kind of half learned it. Um, so you know that, that was funny. I don't actually remember what my three goals quite were. I know one definitely was reading. I think one had to do with like cryptocurrency research for a, a business partner. Uh, and my last one, oh, it was an article. I was writing an article. Um, I think I got the article done. Uh, and I know that the, the accountability system with the, with the money bets really came in clutch there because you know I wasn't feeling up for writing that whole week. But I knew I placed a bet on this. I've got to get it done. So I went ahead and buckled down and busted it out. Um, but at the end of the week, I had completed my article and the little bit of research I had committed to doing. Uh, but the last thing left was 500 pages of reading that I had given myself for an entire week. And so my reasoning was, hey, you know, it's like a little less than 100 pages a day. I don't know. It's like 80 pages a day or something. Um, that seems doable, I guess, if I just really grind it out. And I was like, I got, I'm on summer break, so I've got a bunch of free time. I'll try it. Um, and I got close, uh, but not quite. I busted out like 150 pages, I think it was. Um, I kind of stopped uh, the reading goal, like making progress on reading for the last two or three days because I was focusing on the other ones and knew I likely wouldn't get it done. So had I been reading every day of the week, I probably getting, could have gotten close to like 300 Um but still, 150 pages of progress was good, but definitely not nowhere near the 500-page uh, goal of the book. I was trying to complete like an entire book in one week. What I sort of realized was like, oh, okay, so I was like a really big, really kind of uh, out of proportion goal for how much time I'd given myself. So I basically learned that I should, you know, lower that goal, and I decided to chop it in half to 200 pages for that week, um, and that went. All right. I know I didn't complete the goal and Jacob could probably give you a hint as to why here in a second, um, but I did make progress on that. I just can't, can't remember how much. Um, mm -hmm. I have a pretty short term memory when it comes to these things. <laughs> as soon as one week's done, I'm like, I ah, forget that new week. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, I know. Yep. I know a huge part of it was because you went on a, uh, a trip up to Ohio and you were kind of in a different environment and you've been there now, I feel like for over a week or close to it. Uh, and so I guess, you know, how exactly has that played into your productivity? I know you were sharing with me a little bit before our call here uh, that, you know, being in this different environment has made it a little bit more difficult for you. And I think you've had to kind of lower some of your goals and your expectations for the week. So how exactly has that played into things? 
Yeah. So um, we're up, like, I'm up in Ohio right now to visit family, which I, I love hanging out with them and all that. Um, but when it comes to getting specific work done, um, usually my method for doing so is holding myself in a way or, uh, in a room and just like putting headphones on and focusing, you know, really hard on whatever I'm doing. Um, but that kind of feels like I'm, you know, ignoring people. So I try not to do that as much when I'm up in Ohio visiting family. Um, and so anyways, uh, even though 200 or 200 pages, it seemed like a good idea, um, like a, for, for a comfortable goal. Um, what I discovered was in, in Ohio, in a completely different environment where my daily routines are um, completely flip-flopped and where I'm you know, having nearly nightly sleepovers uh, with cousins and um, all types of different things, um, it made it a lot harder to stay consistent with the type, with the pace of work I expected of myself uh, when I was usually at home. Uh, so I still failed that goal um, the next week, the reading goal. And in fact, I actually failed my other two ones too. So I, Jacob made bank that week. Yeah, he, he got 18 bucks out of me. So <laughs> the following week, my third week, I was like, all right, we're going to pare this down even more. Um, so I pared it down to 100 pages of reading, which I'm almost done. Uh, I think we're recording this on a Monday here. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, as well as getting an article done and there's something else crypto related. Um, but yeah, getting close to achieving those goals. I'm looking forward to like having one of my first you know, perfect weeks of a hundred thing or what's it called? hundred percent checked off. So that'd be cool. Um, not there yet, but hopefully I will get there. Um, and so all in all, basically the thing I learned that's learned the most from this, uh, from goal setting, I guess, on a short-term basis is look at the size of the goals compared to how much time you're giving yourself. And then to also keep in mind environment and which, what kind of things might be on your schedule uh, that week, because if you if you load it up at a normal pace for what's uh, for what it is when you're working at home, uh, but you end up traveling a lot that week, then you will have a lot harder time getting getting your stuff done. Um, but that's that's enough about me, Jacob. Um, how is your system, or how's how's the system been working for you? What's been a couple lessons you've learned from it so far? Sure. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about, you know, the the motivation that it's provided and, you know, keeping in mind, you know, setting realistic goals and working with uh, your environment, kind of knowing what's realistic in certain environments and all of that's been true for me as well. Uh, you know, I think one of the first, you know, big benefits for me, like this was week one, I kind of realized, you know, this is great at getting my priorities clear in my mind. And, you know, with my time, I kind of know what I sh should be spending my time on. Uh, there would be a couple instances throughout the week where I would be like, okay, I don't really know what to work on next. What should I work on? I, I have to think about it. But with this system now, I don't have to think about it as much. I'm like, okay, I got three big goals. I actually write them down on a whiteboard right over here, Terry. But uh, I have these three big goals for the week. And if I, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but um, basically, you know, we're going to be talking about how, you know, even if we got nothing else done that week, uh, you know, it would still be a win if we got these three things done, or if we even made progress towards those three things. So um, that's just been a huge benefit for me is just having that boosted clarity and kind of knowing what to work on next, because I'm focusing on these goals, instead of other tasks that aren't as important. The other uh, kind of big thing that comes to mind is you mentioned that uh, I think it was the second week of this. Yeah, you you failed all three of your goals. You gave me 18 bucks. Uh, and what I decided to do was 
to leave that money in my Venmo. Okay. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to take that money. I'm not going to, uh, you know, bring it back to my bank account or whatever. I'm just going to leave it there. And then what I'm going to do this next week is I'm going to take a lot more risk with my goals because my thought process was, even if I failed all three of my goals this week, I can just give Terry back his own money. I'll break even Terry will break even, but I would have worked toward some huge goals. Um, so this week I, I set some pretty lofty goals. I was trying to read two books, which I think I'm actually going to accomplish. Um, I'm going to look go. over here and see what else I, Oh, one of them was, was fairly easy. We're trying to kind of add a couple team members yep. to our TFF team. And, and that's going to be easy to figure out. And then my, my third goal was trying to hire a personal assistant uh, for my freelancing business. Uh, however, there was just some issues there and that's not going to happen, unfortunately. So, you know, I, I worked toward that goal though, and made some huge progress there. So, you know, taking a little bit more risk this week was something that, that I think paid off quite a bit. And I got a lot more done than I probably normally would have thought was possible. Interestingly enough, uh, a principle Jacob applied there uh, with, his, with this week's goals uh, was like the idea of margin of safety. Uh, so he knew he had a margin of safety, like $18 in that Venmo account. And so he's like, all right, so I can afford to take these, this, like, these loftier bets here uh, and I'll come out okay. And that, anyways, that just kind of stuck out to me uh, mm -hmm. from a book I had read like several years back called Rule Number One Investing, uh, where he first, like the, the author, Phil Town, first explained the idea of, of the margin of safety. And I was like, that's really, really interesting. But anyways, yeah. just to point that out. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that's pretty much how the system's been going for me. Um, let's talk a little bit more about kind of that, you know, making progress on those three main things. I know, Terry, you kind of had some thoughts about that. Um, yeah. So the one of the big benefits I've seen from from the system so far is that um, I've, you know, I've come to realize, and I think Jacob has as well, that on um, any given week, um, I well, the, the thing I enjoy the most about the system is that on any given week, um, I know that I'll have completed at least three things, and if not completed them, then I'll have made progress towards them. Uh, and so what that means is it doesn't matter what happens that week, I'll have made progress in some area of life or even in three areas of life. Um, and so even if everything else goes completely wrong and nothing, nothing goes right and I'm busy all, all week and my other you know, goals and habits failed or you know, whatever it is, if, if, even if it's you know, incredibly frustrating, um, something will have gotten done. And that's encouraging because even just a little bit of progress, um, as I've started learning from atomic habits, it's like, even if you just, you know, had a 1% improvement per day for, for an entire year, there's something like 37 times better by the end of the year. I forget the exact numbers. Um, but it was a you know, crazy amount of improvement. And so that's been big encouragement for me. Um, but also just the idea of, knowing that even when a week goes well uh, and you get a bunch done, you still made, um, you still made significant amounts of, of improvement or work or progress in um, three important areas of life. And kind of piggybacking off what Jacob mentioned earlier about clarity. Um, when, you're, when you're bored or you're lost or confused, when you're sitting down to work, um, you have in the back of your head, I committed to another person to getting three things done uh, and if I don't have those three things done, then there is something I should be doing. And I know exactly what that is. Uh, so anyways, just all around, it's a, it's a cool system. It's simple. It works. Um, and we'll, we'll keep tweaking it here and there to, to work to our liking. Uh, but so far it's been, it's been pretty good. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, agree with all the points that you brought up. Um, 
my last thought I'll share is, you know, there was this concept, I think, I, I know this was from a Darren Hardy book. I don't remember if it was the entrepreneur roller coaster or from the compound effect or where it was from, but I know at one point he brought up um, something called a peak performance partner, uh, a PPP. And, you know, that basically that concept is you should find someone in your life who allows you to like reach your peak performance. Uh, and so I think Terry and I are kind of starting to become through this ac accountability system, our peak performance partners uh, and together, you know, th with this accountability system, with the work that we do together, you know, we're able to achieve uh, a lot more and we're just kind of, you know, helping each other reach our goals. And so I would definitely encourage you guys out there to try to find someone like that in your own life. You might think that you don't, you don't have anyone, anyone like that, but you know, it could be a parent. You could say, Hey, mom or dad, I want to get these three goals this week. And if I don't, I'm going to give you this money. I know you don't need that money. Um, but I, I just need you to take the money because that's part of the system I'm setting up. It could be a sibling. It could be a friend. It could be um, a business partner or someone you work with on a team like Terry and I, uh, it could be any of those people. I just think that there's been so, uh, there's been so many benefits when it comes to um, this system that Terry and I have kind of put together. So I would just encourage you to try to find someone out there that you can set something similar up with. And I think you'll have some, some good results. There's Jacob just mentioned several things that kind of brought some more ideas to my head. Um, I'm trying, I was reading, actually for my reading goal this week, I was reading a book called Principles by Ray Dalio. Um, I'm trying to find the, the quote. Let me, I'm going to, I'm going to keep scrolling through this book real quick and trying to find the quote. Um, but there was something uh, I wanted to mention, and that is um, previously about a year or so ago, I forget when it was, um, I had started, I had set up a similar system with uh, someone else, but um, using no bets, like no, no money bets. Uh, and the system worked all right. Um, but the, the issue came in when I was good friends with that person. Uh, and if I failed, failed a day or failed a week, whatever it was, and they failed a week or failed a day, um, then it was easy to give them like a pat on the back, like, well, you tried, you know, good job sport. Because <laughs> um, uh, we we're kind of friends, we didn't want to, you know, beat, beat each other up. Um, and so that system worked all right. But there was a lot of, um, I don't know, frustration from like, ah, I didn't get myself done this week, like I said I would. Um, and that kind of went on and on and on. So the, the big differentiating factor in this system is the bet. And while I know most people are usually hesitant to bet money, I find it makes it more like a game. And there's kind of just some self, like some accountability just implicitly built into the system. And that is, you know, the, the rules are simple. You, you, you bet, you made a simple bet that you'd get X thing done this week like on a time on this time frame, And if you didn't, they get this, like you lose five bucks, they gain five bucks and you know, everyone's in agreement. That's how the game works. Um, so coming, like looking at it from kind of like a game approach or putting something in place um, to where you don't require the other person to, I don't know. It's just, it's important to keep in mind that even if you don't take the money bets, um, they, it serves, it serves a purpose uh, besides just uh, motivating you. Um, to get things done and so it just it kind of helps to avoid the if, if you're good friends with a person you're doing it with it helps kind of avoid that um trying to force them to be your your drill sergeant per se um but anyways that was just one um one thing that popped into mind if into my mind if you're going to apply a similar system i can't find the the quote i was looking for um but essentially it was saying something 
like uh, you'll achieve far more working with people than you will ever achieve on your own. And he said it a lot better than that. Um, and it was, it was just a good quote that stuck out to me. Yeah. No, I, uh, I love that you brought that up and, you know, I think we've almost struggled with that friend aspect too, where we haven't been too hard on each other, um, yep. with, you know, making sure that we're getting stuff done, but we have, we've stuck, we, I mean, we've stuck to the system pretty well. I remember that yep. first week we kind of called it a wash cause we each failed like an equal amount of goals. So we're like, just, you know, we'll, we'll just yep. resume next week. Uh, so that probably wasn't the best idea, but yeah, we've stuck to the system pretty well. And, you know, I, I completely agree with what Terry's saying there about kind of making it a game. Uh, even if you don't want to bet money, you know, I don't know, find some sort of way to make it a game. And even if you do, I mean, cause in my mind, you know, even if I had the worst week ever and I lost 18 bucks, cause that's kind of our, our max limit, you know, I mean, $20 to me, is just, it's just like, at least in my personal financial situation, it's, I mean, it would suck to lose, but it's not like Terry was saying earlier, it's not the end of the world. And if anything, I would feel better uh, knowing that I spent $20 either to learn more about myself or to work towards my goals in some way, even if I didn't accomplish my goals, hopefully I at least made some progress towards them. And the idea is that those goals that we're working towards are going to make us much more than $20 in the future. I mean, maybe with the exception, well, even reading, I mean, reading, you're learning and you're educating yourself. And hopefully that's, you know, one of the best investments you can make into yourself. Uh, and so reading these books and learning more about that, hopefully that can even make you more money. But the other goals that we're trying to set up are actually um, usually business-based or financial-based. Uh, and so hopefully by working towards those goals, we're actually making more money than we might be losing um, potentially to our accountability partner. So yeah, that's basically uh, my final thoughts on the subject. Terry, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I don't think so. I did. I think I might've found the line I was looking for. Um, it might not tie exactly into the conversation, uh, but essentially Ray Dalio was saying, your ability to get what you want when working with others who want the same things is much greater than your ability to get these things by yourself. Um, so that's essentially just, you know, the, the idea I was mentioning before that working, working with others, you get a lot more done than working by yourself. Um, and I can definitely attest to that uh, working solo in the past few years, trying to motivate myself to get things done uh, has been a lot harder than just, you know, telling someone else, Hey, I'm, I'm getting these three things done this week. Uh, hold me to it. And we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the gist of it. All right. Yeah. We're going to wrap this one up guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening to the Team Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. If you could subscribe, leave a review and share this with someone who needs it. 